that's giving me a lot of energy, but it's making me real weird. <laughs> I could not get English. What the heck is English? We're trying to jam as much information into this brain as possible. Where did that extra letter go? Welcome to Things That Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet media things. I'm Ryan Bott. And I'm Rachel what are you doing? We just talked about everything is cadence. Everything is the know. same. Brian, Perfection. I Exactness. I am like such a weird mood right now. <laughs> it's just, giving me a lot of energy, but it's making me real weird. <laughs> the Red Bulls and the, what, what was the other drink? I have a really strong pina colada. <laughs> Stuart, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, hi, I'm Stuart Hopkins. <laughs> Everything is chaos now. We have such an exact order going. I'm sorry, Ryan. I blame more than anyone our special guest returning for the umpteenth time, Nathan Drake. Yeah, you know, in the briefing, I was told that this uh, intro would be copy and pasted from a former episode. So I think Rachel might have got that same information. So that makes sense. Maybe. <laughs> that has never happened before, but it probably could happen with little uh, ill effect. <laughs> <laughs> so we're excited to have you. I think you're due for your, uh, your gold jacket at this point. You're uh, at least yeah. I don't even know five. Have you joined the it's, five timers club yet? I yeah, I'm so. trying. I'm trying to think. I think this is my second one since I've been in my house. I did one episode. There's one this live year. from Toronto. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, was on the a, first Halloween episode. <laughs> yes, it was. I was on a business trip. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, oh yeah, sure, I can figure out how to do this. Do you know how pissed I am that of three years of doing this show, I wasn't the first person to record from Canada? <laughs> I was just, you know, staring at Blue Jay Stadium from my hotel. <laughs> little CN Tower, a little Halloween recording. Yeah, and then I think I was on one. So this this is either four or five. Yeah, glad to have you. Uh, yeah, we were just talking about... Um, all sorts of random stuff. Early Nintendo games uh, and early 2000s rock music. Let's be honest. We recorded a whole show and forgot to press record. So we were talking a lot of trivia and then we, you know, now we have to do it again. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like every other episode where we burn through all of our good stuff and then we hit record and then we're like, what are we going to talk about? I was listening recently to one of my favorite podcasts, not another D&D podcast. Um, I've done it as a pick before, but I love that one because they really do audio for D&D podcasts really well. But anyway, at the end of two of their older ones in a row, you know, um, Murph goes, and um, now it's just me this week re-recording these because we screwed up the audio and no one else can reschedule, so I'm doing it. And then the next one, he's like, and again, I'm back this week <laughs> because, again, we screwed up the audio and no one else can re-record. Ah, it feels so familiar. And so, I was like, that feels. I, I will say I have been listening to their newest season and I'm, I'm a fan and I need to go back and listen to the first. It was it's really it's one of my favorites because, you know, I don't mind Critical Role at all. I think it's done really well. 
I think Critical Role struggles if you are listening audio only because of the number of players and stuff and the time to kind of get acclimated to whose voices are what. Hmm. I, I, would also, I would also say their first season wasn't meant for podcasting, so the audio for it to be a podcast wasn't the sharpest. But you're talking to somebody here that's watched all of Critical Role, <laughs> but again, I'm weird and I'm like two times speed on like all podcasts that you're I listen to. You're one of those to. people? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my audio, God. Audiobooks, podcasts, YouTube videos, it's all sped up. We're trying really? to jam as much information as- into this brain as possible. See, I Two do- phones, oh. Two headphones, two different sources of audio. You have oh, two gosh. ears, you might as well use them both. The craziest thing is I'm recording four different podcasts right now. <laughs> and one only two of them are in English. Yes. <laughs> I like I so I do that if I'm like have to get through like monotonous, boring things like work tutorials or whatever, right? Like that you can speed up at two times speed and stuff. But like I I don't know, man. I can't do that for if I'm going to listen to something, like I'm going to listen to it, like I guess properly. <laughs> uh, that makes sense, or at least like with all the nuance of standard audio. I don't know. No, I, I totally understand. And I never did that before, but um, I'm in a, a book club with some of the members of the Still Sleeping podcast, which I know I've been a guest on the show. Um, <laughs> and uh, so. I was really late on one of the books and I was like, I'm not going to finish in time. And then I was like, Oh, if I go two times speed, I will. And so I, I did it and I was trying to focus as much as I could. And I was like, okay, that wasn't bad. And then slowly from there, then I was like watching D and D podcast and they get into like, you know, an actual play one where they're going through everybody's turn, real roll heavy and looking up rules and all that. And so I was like, all right, uh, battles coming. I'm going to two times that. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then it's just slowly turned into just like, I'll just listen to everything two times. I do it pretty wow. much on everything as as long as it doesn't have like obviously music is weird if you listen to it fast but like yes. so some podcasts have music kind of intertwined with them or something that would be unnatural but everything is just voice and like audiobooks too like I'll I like cuz audio I think audible you can 3x it as opposed to just two what <laughs> you, you can you can um, 3x it I have not I have not dipped my toe into those waters I, yet I do a lot of that and then on podcast i particularly like um pocket cast because it has particular settings that on every specific podcast you can either skip the first amount of time or skip the last so if you know a podcast is like three minutes of before of pre-roll you just be like skip the three and a half minutes ahead you could oh. also do playback speed and trim silence and i like that the trim silence so it'll like obviously just cut you know anything that's just blank silence in and you can trim it to uh mild medium and mad max <laughs> <laughs> Love mad those. that's great and i particularly like that and it says um since it also keeps stats it says uh since september 12 2007 you have uh listened for 91 days in one hour and have skipped one day in 12 hours and have trimmed silence of one day in 23 hours and have auto skipped 13 hours and 43 minutes. Whoa. Wow. Save all- days of your life, man. It also says during the 91 hours of listening to audio, uh, I have shed 76,434,516 skin cells. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost- wonder why our apartment's dusty. 
Gross. <laughs> it's all gross, Ryan's gross, fault. Gross. That's what I heard. All Ryan's Just fault. Just blame uh-huh. my dead skin cells, for God's sakes. I'm amazed that you have a service that you've been using since 2007. Yeah, I paid. It was like a three dollar, two or three dollar charge, which seems like a lot for a podcast player, but it's real, real good. So (laughs) I, (laughs) yeah, two or three dollars one time. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Man, Stu is blown away. I am blown away by this. This 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 commitment. I like, I just, I'm fast. 14 years. You've been using that shit for 14. Sorry. You've been using that stuff for 14 years. No, I no. can't. 2017. <laughs> I thought you said 2007. I thought you said 2007 too. You did say 2007. Sorry. I, I didn't mean. Did. Jesus. I'm sitting here like, wow. Like, I can't even imagine 14 years of using the same thing. Wow. <laughs> I want to know what podcast you were listening to in 2007. They, yeah. they existed. Car talk. They existed. <laughs> Car talk. <laughs> There's a few. Uh, no, sorry. 2017. Although so, I feel like I had it since before then. but Still um, impressive. 91 days. Yeah, that's yeah. 2007. Right, so that is a lot of changed. Time. Speaking of being blown away, it says during this time, you could have gone around the world 30 times in a hot air balloon. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, around the world in 80 days takes, like, they're slow as hell. 80 days. <laughs> if you could do it 30 times in 90 days, then, like, wow, well, they did it in one, one time in 80. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Scenic route. Hot air balloons don't change. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you're not an enthusiast and don't know the technology. Right. <laughs> the boosters they have these days. Amazing. Aerodynamic baskets. <laughs> carbon fiber frames there you oh go my yeah. gosh, you know it skidding on an airplane just catching on oh yeah that's that's, yeah, that's advanced stuff that's, though. that's how you do it that's it's a trick shot but <laughs> it's worth it for the time savings all right speaking of time savings we're gonna get straight into trivia uh feel free to mad max speed this through the silence if you need but uh this is the 73rd ever episode and we will have four rounds of six questions each from uh, all four of us round robin style uh, vying for uh all the mad max speed in the world <laughs> just all of it and uh we'll get started as always with Stu. thanks Sweet. So my round is called Famous Family. I'm going to give you the description of a lesser known sibling and what they did. And I need you to give me their famous sibling or the family name. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Pretty simple. Um, You know, I guess buzz in after the questions read all the way. (laughs) So I think that's what we do now. (laughs) We try our best. We try our best. Yeah. I feel like we're just going to put a lot of family younger siblings to shame right now. (laughs) I mean, you know, we're used to it. I mean, it's I'm the, normal. I'm the youngest, you know. I'm also the youngest. You don't feel bad, Stu. That's okay. I'm, I'm middle child syndrome. <laughs> oh, that explains it. Ryan's the, the oldest. oldest. He, he doesn't know. <laughs> awesome. Uh, question number one. Maria was a prodigy, touring and putting on concerts all across Europe at the age of 12. She had great concerts and paved the way for her brother to become famous after her father made her stop playing at 18 because, quote-unquote, women can't have that kind of lifestyle. What is her brother's name? Rachel? Ryan. Rachel. Elvis? It's not Elvis, no. Ryan. Ryan. Mozart? Mozart. 
That's correct. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I had no idea that Mozart had a sister. Uh, and she later is credited for co-composing quite a few pieces uh, with her brother. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I had no idea. Like, she was the prodigy first. <laughs> it seems like you if everyone's a prodigy, then no one's a prodigy, right? Yeah, I guess it's true, right? So there could only be one. <laughs> Nice. Two points to Ryan. Question number two. Catherine is often forgotten by history books when it comes to her contributions with her brothers. She was responsible for running the shop that provided the funds for trials and experiments, learning French to show off their invention and providing communications and marketing, and not to mention emotional support from all their failed attempts. What is her brother? Or like, what's the family name? Nathan. Nathan. The Wright brothers. That is correct. Ooh. Oh, learning French? I yeah. guess she learned Gotta French market to, it. literally to show off. To the French? <laughs> yeah, to like European <laughs> countries and stuff. Like, hey, we could fly planes. Didn't the Suck first it. airplane go in North Carolina? <laughs> yeah, but you gotta but, like, tell the French you gotta, off about it. <laughs> you gotta tell everybody about it. it. Yeah. And they were funding a huge amount of aircraft research. Wait, wait, wait. You guys, in North Carolina... There's, that's a place that exists. North Carolina. <laughs> there are airplanes. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> Smokes long drag of cigarette from French person in a beret. <laughs> that has a nap. <laughs> nice. Two points to Nathan. Question number three. Joseph was appointed ruler of Spain by his brother. Joseph had other plans, however, and after his brother lost power, he moved to New Jersey and is credited for stealing the crown jewels of Spain. He also popularized Niagara Falls as a tourist attraction in roughly 1808. Who was his brother? Very angry. <laughs> he, was, he was appointed ruler of Spain by his brother and then fled to New Jersey after his brother lost power, stealing the crown jewels of Spain with him. Oh, um, um, Rachel. Rachel. Napoleon. That's correct, yes. Nice, two points for Rachel. I, I, I lost, like, initially I didn't, like, register the year. Yeah. Yeah. These are, these are tougher, too, um, just because they're, you know, lesser-known siblings. <laughs> that question, there's nothing that blows my mind more about that question than the fact that Napoleon in New Jersey existed know. at the same time. <laughs> Dude, seriously. That's, I read that, and I was like, that's not correct. Like, that, there's no way. Like, ruler of Spain steals crown jewels and flees to New Jersey only to, like, <laughs> popularize Niagara Falls as a tourist attraction. Like, What? He meets a guy named Joey that you know, rats him out. Yeah. <laughs> Made his way to the Jersey Shore. Yup. <laughs> he got there and they're like, you a cop? <laughs> <laughs> he was just looking for a fence. Guys, get in the barrel. There's this giant waterfall we can go down. God. Well done. Two points to Rachel. <laughs> Question number four. Roy handled the business side of things while his brother handled the creative endeavors. Roy, however, was never one for the spotlight and rejected the fame that came with his family's name. Still, his business genius created the backbone for one of the most influential companies of all time. Who is his brother? Roy. Uh, Nathan. Nathan. Uh, Bezos. Uh, it's not Bezos, no. Oh. 
Can you repeat it? Sure. Roy handled the business side of things while his brother handled the creative endeavors. Roy, however, was never one for the spotlight and rejected the name or the fame that came with the family's name. Still, his business genius created the backbone for one of the most influential companies of all time. I can give you the year if you want that for one point or like yes. roughly the time. Yeah. Like roughly like 1940s. Oh. R- Rachel? Rachel. Disney? That is correct, actually. Oh. I think I remembered that somewhere. It was like, wasn't quite sure. Yeah, Roy was uh, the lesser brother, though. I mean, still pretty popular, like if you know Disney trivia and stuff. But yeah, Roy one point to Rachel. Nice. Question number five. Bartholomew was a map maker and explorer. (laughs) While seeking funds for an expedition, he was taken by pirates and then returned home destitute to where he never received the funding he needed. His brother, however, was more successful in seeking funding for a similar venture and for a similar expedition, sorry, in the mid-1400s. Who was his brother? Rachel. Ryan. Ooh, I heard them all. Okay, we're going to do the whole everybody place thing. Uh, we'll start with Rachel because she was loudest. Um, this is, uh, no, um, excuse me, Columbus. And then Nathan? Yeah, uh, sorry, Columbus. Sorry. Oh, okay. And then Ryan? Yeah, Christopher Columbus. That is correct. I'll give two points to everyone. Bartholomew. Bartholomew. I had no idea Columbus had a brother, much less a brother that literally was doing the same stuff as him. (laughs) Question number six. William Henry was split up from his brother and sister after the death of their parents in the early 1800s. William found himself traveling the seas, writing poetry and books, much like his younger brother. What was his family's name? Um, um, Rachel. Rachel. Darwin? Uh, it's not Darwin, no. Ooh. Nathan. Nathan. No, oh, I'm between two, so I'm going to go with Thoreau. It's not Thoreau. Um, Found himself traveling the seas, writing poetry and books, much like his younger brother. In the early 1800s? Early 1800s. I have another guess after they're done. Okay. The one I'm thinking of, I, it has to be too late. I, I don't know. I don't have anything. Rachel, what you got? Um, I was going to say Hugo. Uh, it's not Hugo, no. This is, oh, anybody else have any? Uh, yeah, I have one more guess. I was okay. going to say uh, Payne. It is not Payne, no. Right. This would be Edgar Allan Poe. No. Uh, Henry Poe. Huh. Uh, no. But full name is actually William Henry. Wait, try, what was it? He, he got separated from his parents? Yeah. Uh, no, he got split up from his brother and sister after the death of their parents. Oh, okay. That I okay. I see. Because Edgar Allan Poe, yeah, I mean, obviously uh, orphaned and had a very dark childhood. <laughs> yes, absolutely, very dark childhood. I guess all three kids uh, were raised in different households. Um, yeah, he was entirely. I think raised in Virginia or Baltimore, and then died near Boston, or maybe yep. they have that reversed. No, no, like no that's in a right. ditch near Boston. Yeah. So. Yeah. At a very young age. Yeah. Dark. Yeah. Dark history there. But uh, I guess he was not, you know, he wasn't an only child, but he was an orphan. Nice. Uh, no points on that one, but that does end the famous family round. Nice. That was an awesome round. It's, thanks. It's tougher. Um, a lot of, a lot of research went into those ones. That was a great round. 
Thanks. Um, yeah, I have scores at uh, myself with four, Nathan with four, Rachel with six, Stu technically just holding down the fort, and uh, Rachel, it is your turn. Okay, so my round is just a little fun, and I switched it up today upon seeing something that made me want to change it. It is all about really kind of ridiculous headlines. <laughs> so I'm going to give you part of the headline and some clues about it. And generally, I have put the word blank into the headline, and I want you to literally fill in the blank. Sounds easy enough. Okay, yeah. Uh, If it doesn't have a blank, I'm just asking you what the subject of the headline is or, you know, as relevant to the question. Okay. Okay. Question number one. If what if the one disruptive relative at your wedding was bad, perhaps it wasn't so bad after all. According to this headline on July 23rd, 2021, a bride and groom's blank went horribly wrong when the bride dislocated her knee and had to go to the hospital. And this was the front page of CNN this morning. Stu. Go ahead, Stu. Uh, I would say dance. That is correct. Their first dance. I think someone slipped. Oh, no. And it was just all going so smoothly up until that point. (laughs) Oh, oh no. Reception at the hospital. (laughs) Um, Congrats. Two points to you there. Um, Question number two. On November 7th, 2014, at least you were not this cute puppy of the sea who CNN captioned, Blank, who claims he killed Obama, is under attack. What? (laughs) It's as ridiculous as it sounds. Nathan? Go ahead, Nathan. An otter? Is not an otter, but you're in kind of the right vein. Uh, Stu? Go ahead, Stu. A seal? That is correct. Uh, Two points, Stu. There is a loose seal. Seal who claims... Yeah, can you repeat that headline? Seal who claims he killed Obama under attack. How does this seal... I'm, I'm assuming it's a Navy seal. Um, yeah. I think it's a Navy seal, and I mm-hmm. think they, mispo- they misplaced Obama. Oh, I, I assumed this, it was seal. Like, kiss <laughs> from a rose. Like, they should have put <laughs> Bin Laden. Yep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think it was There's just, just huge typos everywhere. In that wow. Place. But like the imagery of a seal. Clubbing just... Obama to, <laughs> to death somehow. Yeah. And now people coming after them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. In uh, question number three, in yet another instance, animals were yet again the target of CNN's audience when they stated everyone is mad when man is not eaten alive by blank. Beyond the fact that few of the species are large enough to eat people, we're frankly too much of a handful for animals without hands. Nathan. Go ahead, Nathan. Snake. That is correct. (laughs) The actual (laughs) caption is, everyone is mad when man is not eaten alive by snake. Aaron's wanting their money back. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I assume oh this gosh. is like somebody that like did a crime and their punishment was like death by snake. And they're like, <laughs> yes, it's just, snake's not eating him. Dang it. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, 
Question number four. In April 2020, this hashtag trended at number one after CNN had a series of captions which perfectly captured the chaos of a White House briefing and generally how a tantrum progresses with such captions like, Trump turns briefing into propaganda session. Trump refuses to acknowledge any mistakes. And in part, Trump tries to rewrite history. What was the hashtag? Ryan. Go ahead. Is this Kofefe? No, it, this is after Kofefe. <laughs> Had so many hashtags, you know? <laughs> it, it, the briefing is by CNN is hilarious because there is a series of like 12 different ones and they're changing these headings as the briefing's going on. And they, they start as very informative and then they end with CNN just so sick of it. Are we looking for just a specific hashtag? So the hashtag came out of that briefing and it trended at number one for a very long time. Is this, is this related to the press secretary? Is this one of the like Sean Spicer things? No, no. This was Trump at a, press, at a White House briefing. Oh. This would be after Spicer was fired. He was there for like two months. A week. If that. That was um, Scaramucci. Nathan. <laughs> oh. Go ahead, Nathan. Hashtag inject bleach. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Uh, no. Any other guesses before <laughs> I give it to you guys? I was just trying to think because I feel like that's the, like, I, I know it could be, I won't say anything for Stu, but I'm just like that press conference just kept going and like escalating. I think I think that might have been like one of like might have been the very next press conference because there was like oh, no. they just kept getting worse. She's the one where he directly attacked the CNN rep and then the other guy. Yes, I forget his name. It was uh, yes, this is the Jim one. Acosta. Yeah, and he yeah. was like I've I can't remember if it was him who got attacked or he stood up and he was like I've known so and so for many years. He's a great reporter and he's like No, you're not such a great one either, big guy. <laughs> I don't know the hashtag that came from that, but. I got no idea. This is hashtag Trump meltdown. Oh. Because you can see the CNN thing starting very thing. And then what you see, if you've ever had children or babysat children, there are yeah. stages in a tantrum. <laughs> and you can see CNN documenting them. Starting with angry, angry Trump turns briefing into propaganda se um, session. Trump refuses to acknowledge any mistakes. And in part, Trump tries to rewrite history. <laughs> and they, and then it ends with uh, he's having a meltdown. Checks so, out. Yep. It, it, if you have a chance to go look at the CNN headings, I highly recommend it just because of the progression over this briefing. And whoever was behind writing them needs a raise. <laughs> One, because of the speed. And two, because of the speed plus wittiness yeah. speed and quality exactly <laughs> okay question number five a news headline said very confidently we hate blank say four in ten a majority of americans stew <laughs> go ahead stew and this is the most joke answer but education <laughs> No, but you're on the right track. Nathan. Wait, can you Go ahead, Nathan. Math. Yes. Whoa. 
I almost said statistics, but I was like, no, don't say that. We <laughs> hate math, say four in ten. A majority of Americans. <laughs> Nailed an it. article. Uh, no, it was just some local newspaper that just didn't think. I thought this was going to be like one of those seven out of every five people don't understand fractions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number six. One newspaper quoted the World Bank as saying, the World Bank says blank need more money. Name a category of people that fits into blank. Me. Need more money. <laughs> Stu. Go ahead. Uh, millionaires. No. I was going to say the rich. Yeah. Any guesses, uh, Nathan? Well, I, yeah, I was just going to say we. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this one is they said... World Bank says poor people need more money. <laughs> That's a great insight there. <laughs> whoop de doo Great. Very helpful. So I like ridiculous headlines, largely because I look at a lot of briefings and different things that people write all the time. And oftentimes I look at them and I think, first of all, did somebody else look at this before you sent this in? <laughs> and second of all, if somebody else did look at this before they sent this in, who let you send this send this in? <laughs> who let this happen? This should not been allowed to happen. <laughs> Happens more than anyone would want I mean, to believe. In those cycles, you know, half of the half the battles being first. Yeah. True. The, the first gets more clicks than the retraction. So, like now, it's like even if we're wrong, who cares? We'll put out a retraction. We got the traffic at the beginning. A little though. tiny font yeah. at the end after the clickbait headline. It says hashtag not true, but it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody well, read past the headline. It's fine. Well, hashtag halftime Woo. scores are uh, myself with four, Stu with four, and six to eight. It is uh, Rachel with six and Nathan with eight points. Woo! So going in the second half, uh, Nathan, it is your round. Okay. So this round is called I'll Direct Myself. Um, this is where a director acted in their own movie or made a cameo. Ooh. So uh, how we will do the scoring is one point for the movie title and one point for the director. So to get both points, you got to name both. Nice. So an example question, I put this in because I feel like this is way, <laughs> probably way too hard of a question. Um, but this director's severed head was his only cameo I in know this, this one. hotel horror. <laughs> <laughs> so what would it be, Stu? Oh, wait, no. This, in a hotel horror? Yeah. Okay, never mind. I don't have this one. Sorry. <laughs> right. Sorry, because there is another director that uses his severed head in part of the film. That's funny. Is this The Shining? No, this oh. is Hostel, made oh. by oh. Eli Roth. Yeah. yeah. So. Sorry to interrupt your example. You're fine. I thought you had it, and then you <laughs> I, immediately backed out. So it might be an answer to one of these, though. Yeah, it could be. So no. <laughs> I also lied. They're also all about severed heads and direct. <laughs> God, joking. <laughs> I just asked the same question over and over again. Okay. Anyways, number one, this director flashed his blue steel in this fashion comedy. Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, I, I didn't know he was the director, but Ben Stiller? Yes, and the movie? 
blanking on the, Zoolander. Yep, both points to Ryan. <laughs> nice. Two points Orange to Ryan. Frappuccino. Yeah. So Ben Stiller was the director of that as well. So I had no idea. Yeah, he directed several of uh, of his comedies. I found out while researching this. Huh. Wow. Um. So this one I'll say is probably the easiest question of the bunch. Maybe. This director played Leonardo DiCaprio's hands in this sinking ship. Uh, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> this would be the Titanic or uh, Titanic yep. and mm-hmm. uh, James Cameron. Yep. That is it. Both points to Ryan. That's funny. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. So he played his hands while like doing the artist part. And I was oh, like, okay, oh that's super random. <laughs> Like they, uh, they couldn't call Leo back to do it. He's like, I'll just, yeah. I'll just shoot this myself. Like my hands drawn some stuff. It's fine. <laughs> um, okay. Number three, this director played a terrible dad while his magical daughter feared the chokey. Oh man. Um, Ryan. Um, I don't know. Matilda. <laughs> That's the movie. Do you know uh, the actor? Uh, the act- oh, Danny oh. DeVito. Uh, yep, both points to Ryan. Ooh, he's going on a hot streak. I knew guys. he yeah. was like the bad guy. I didn't know if he was actually the father. Yeah, he's yeah. the father doing just crime, straight crime. Like, not even it right. wasn't that he was just a terrible dad. He was a criminal. Danny DeVito is a treasure. Uh, Dude, he is. is. It's fun. Sorry, really quick. Fun fact about that because I like to talk about this. So, um, the girl in Matilda. It's very sad. Her parents died during filming, mm-hmm. and. I remember that Danny DeVito and his wife, like they didn't like take her in, like adopt her, but like ironically enough, like really like watched over her and gave her like a bunch of therapy and like took care of her during that time. And then also like with the movie, because they're like, we're going to yell at you a whole bunch, but like you need to be in therapy to make sure that you're okay. And like, know that this is just a movie and stuff. Cause she was super little. It was nuts. Um, That's yeah. yeah, But Danny DeVito, that's amazing. Right. But Danny DeVito and his wife are a treasure. I think they still send Christmas cards to each other. I think there's something like that. That doesn't surprise me. He does seem like a treasure. All right. Ryan so far has nailed all three questions. I need Stu and Rachel to get in the game. Um, So question four, this director had to be silenced along with their wife or else. Hmm. Um, Watch more movies. Did you repeat that one? (laughs) Yeah, sure. This director had to be silenced along with their wife or else. Hmm. I can't parse the clue. Um. Oh God. What's uh? Oh God. Give me a moment. Give me a moment. I know the last name, but I can't think of the first name. I, uh, I will accept a last name. Is this? Is this John Krasinski? It is John Krasinski. What is the movie? I have. Oh. Uh, oh um. Rachel. I'll give Stu two more seconds since he got that. I uh, no, I no I. <laughs> All right, he gave yeah. me a no. Rachel, what is the movie? A Quiet Place. Oh, that is correct. Is, uh... so that's one point for Stu and one point for Rachel. Nice. All righty. Question five. This director rocked their role in this superhero Armageddon. Oh, Ryan. Ryan. This is, um, just want to make sure I have the right movie. So the, this is Thor Ragnarok? That is the movie. And uh, Taika White. Taiko White TT. 
Yep. That is, I say it right. <laughs> yeah. That is two points to Ryan. Yeah. He played nice. the rock band Korg. Krug Korg. That's Korg. It. Yeah. Oh, oh it's like the best. Me. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love Korg. Yeah. Pile of rocks here. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, interesting. I don't know if everybody saw this, but him and Deadpool did a like thing together to promote Ryan Reynolds new film. So it's Korg and Deadpool hanging out. Talk about <laughs> talking about the new uh, guy movie. <laughs> It's funny. Yeah. All right. And our sixth and final question to the round, I'll direct myself. This director took a page out of Sylvester Stallone's book and is directing their own boxing sequel. Right. All right, Ryan, what do you got? Um, I'm just going to guess. Is this Michael B. Jordan? It is Michael B. Jordan. And is this Creed 2? <laughs> I'll give you Creed. So that's a, a little thing. It's actually Creed 3 and it's filming right now. So it okay. technically hasn't come out yet. But yes, uh, Sylvester Stallone uh, directed like Rocky 2 through Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Um, and then Michael B. Jordan now with Rocky th- or Creed 3 is taking over directing. Oh, okay. Wow. Nice. And that was a good one. I really like that. Not having Sylvester Stallone in his uh, movie. <laughs> so that's also interesting. The, the, the head on the spike thing. Um, Percy Jackson, the director of Lord of the Rings. Um, Peter Jackson. Peter, Peter Jackson. Jackson, not Percy, Percy Jackson. Jackson. Wow, that's very the, magical, the lightning. Yeah, yeah, that's the lightning thing. I was um, like, they, sorry. Had pike, they had pikes on heads? Wow. Yeah, no, uh, Peter Jackson used... I believe he used his head for a model for an orc. Uh, mm. That was like the head is spiked on one of the scenes. He also um, appears as an orc in other places. He's also as a pirate and one of the ships is there docking um, and he hmm. shouts and the camera zooms in on him once. There you go. I was hoping <laughs> I, that that would come up because that's the only one I knew. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's my, you know, there's a, there's a Wikipedia page like tied to this subject and it's so many more directors than you think. Like so many. So I got this idea um, because last night um, I went and watched old, uh, the new M night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. And he is in it quite a lot, um, which I was not expecting. So I was like, Oh, he's like in this for a little bit. Okay. So I was like, how many directors really do it? It's a ton. Like Alfred Hitchcock was always in his own movies and stuff. And then I got to like all the, like, like, actors like known for being actors that were just directing their own movies i was like man this list kind of goes on almost forever that's really cool is m night he's he's one of the people who really just cameos in every one of his films briefly yeah Yeah. but this one he's like an actual central character for a while i would say he's probably like like a tier below the main cast so their speaking roles pops up into it a number of times but yeah nice so is that the shiny Milan twist? Is that he's just an actor the whole time? <laughs> yeah. The rest of the movie is just really just, he just keeps popping up like, and there's like dramatic music every time you see his face and you're like, uh, why, why is that happening? No. Boom, uh, the good, twist. I mean, the twist was there just like you knew it was coming. I wasn't <laughs> expecting what it was. And I was like, okay, all right. I think you got me you know, that night. I mean, once he put, you know, the last airbender behind him, I really think he got back to what he was good at. <laughs> it's like, Maybe, this is what I'm trying to really be put it behind him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, outside of maybe glass, I heard glass didn't get received amazingly, but that's okay. His, his 
come back to the horror genre has been yeah. great. I heard really good things when Glass launched, but it was because the twi- which it, the twist isn't really a plot twist. It's to the viewer watching Spoilers. the movie. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it's you know it, it's not uh, whatever. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> I mean, also, Glass, Glass came out what three years ago. We can't give spoilers for Glass. That. More than that, I was I was still in Oklahoma City, so this was at least five or six years ago. How was it that long? Yeah, I mean, I sure. I really like Split. I like loved Split, and then wait, no, okay, so I have yeah. it mixed up. Split, yep. Split was the one where it the first came one. back, and that was the, yes, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. That had just a small tie, and then Glass has everybody in it. You know, yeah. it has you know Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis in there, and all the trailers and stuff. So that one didn't get received as well, but Split I thought was fantastic. That's right. That yeah, but that's the one where like the twist is the fact that it's like. In a universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yes, is absolutely. a weird balance and a weird... That's what I remember people, like, film people. is like, is it a twist? Like, it's not a, It's not the plot. Like, is it yeah. good or is it just because of that? No. It was, Anyways. It was good before we got there. Yeah. In my uh, humble opinion. All that to say... Uh, <laughs> that's the end of the round. That was an awesome round. Uh, that was very good. Do that again. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, that was really I, good. I figured you would like that round since you answered four of the questions, Ryan. <laughs> um, it was five. Ooh. <laughs> so going to the last round, uh, Stu with five, Rachel with seven, Nathan with eight, and uh, myself getting 10 points in that round bumps up to 14. Wow. So, but uh, lots of chances to get some points because this will be a fun round. Uh, this is bringing back Anagram Slam. Oh, yes. Where uh, I will give you two oh, descriptions of a word. Both of those words are anagrams, as in they share all of the same letters, also the same amount of letters. So if it's six letters, they both have six letters. <laughs> and they're an anagram of each other. And so you need to give me uh, both words. I suppose I'll Depress. do one point for each, but I don't know how you would get one and not the other. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd be you would surprised. Of it, I, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm already just going to give you one answer. <laughs> All right. Question number one. But, so I'll give you kind of both at the same time. Um, to heed what's been told, to refrain from speaking. Nathan. Nathan. Listen in silence. It is listen oh, in silence. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what, is, what is that, Rachel? <laughs> I tell Ryan that like she does not like uh, this round. No, I just struggle with puzzle rounds like cuz I get the basic concept of puzzle rounds, but like my mind is such a we start with A, we go to B. And then if you add in steps between, <laughs> my mind is like blue screen 404 <laughs> brain process not found. It's just it, just think it's step 1A, step That's what 2A. I was going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. I just, uh, it's hard. Uh, around question number four, it'll click. <laughs> I get the basic concept, but it'll click around question number four. You just need to get the first one, then scrabble letters, all the letters up, and then hopefully <laughs> they spell a different word. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> um, it's okay. But yeah, listen in silence uh, to heed what's been told. And to refrain from speaking, uh, two points to Nathan there. Question number two, a smaller part of a whole number, a healthy field of work. A smaller part of a whole number, a healthy field of work. 
I can spell that right. <laughs> a smaller part of a whole number, a healthy field of work. This one may be the most um, uh, twisted up one. Maybe the, the least kind of on the nose. Smaller part of a whole number. Wait, the smaller uh, part of a whole number? So, a part of a number, if that helps. I can also give you uh, the, the, letter, the amount of letters in the answer. If you could, that would be super helpful. Yes, it is uh, seven letters. Okay, I think I know what it is. Nathan. <laughs> ah, you suck. <laughs> oh my god. I haven't felt like a child sitting at a dinner table in a long time with siblings. The, the worst part, Stu, is I just, I don't know the second one, but when you're like, I got it, I was like, I got to take my half point if that's how Ryan's ruling these. Oh my god! I can't. The uh, okay. So uh, ahead, fraction <laughs> is that one? No, that's eight letters. Oh, oh, you're right. Never mind, Stu. It's all yours. No, I mean, I was. I thought I. I thought I had the first part of it. Um, but it was fraction. <laughs> so, just give me a moment. <laughs> what is the second definition again? Uh, so. Whole thing is a smaller part of a whole number, a healthy field of work. Okay. Um, I know what the second one is. Um, just give me a moment. Okay. Rachel, you've been awfully <laughs> silent too. Where did that extra letter go? <laughs> oh, I just I had it. Uh, all right. Now I'm really worried about what's going on. Um, I, 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 I I'm trying. I did oh, get God. fraction. And, and it was wrong. It was incorrect. <laughs> so and it felt wrong, like... so I said nothing, and then I learned it was wrong. Yeah, well, I said it, now I feel even more wrong. I don't even want to try. Just so disheartened. All right, I'm going to give you, I'm going to slightly uh, revise it, and then I'll let everyone go back again. I will say, okay. um, a piece of a non-whole number and I will say a health field of work. Nathan. Nathan. Decimal and medicine. Oh, nice job. Uh, Damn, I had decimal. You want to rephrase that real quick? <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, I'm just shooting from the hip because it sounds right, but. Oh, there's an L in that one. Hmm. Decimal and medical. There you go. Oh. <laughs> I give you one oh point there. Gosh, ah, decimal. It. That's what I was trying to go medical. for the first time when I was like fraction. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna take fraction. <laughs> I just wanted my fraction of two points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that one was tricky. That one, uh, I like that one. Damn, uh, I, that whole oh. the whole second definition ooh, uh, threw me for a loop. I was like, <laughs> nope. I was like a, a feel. I was thinking a literal field because. I'm an idiot, so I'm just like <laughs> a field of people working in it. What could that? What could that be? If they build it, you'll come. And then I was like, I was like, oh, Otani's. If we build it, they then, will come. I was just like, oh, Otani's going to have a better year than Babe Ruth ever did. So it's like he's the Babe Ruth now. I was like, whoa, real tangent. Got it. 
Uh, decimal and medical. At uh, one point to Nathan there. So, question number three. A creator of aesthetic work, the features we define ourselves by. A creator of aesthetic work, the features that we define ourselves by. One. <laughs> it's one. Can you repeat the, the things? <laughs> yeah. A creator Thanks. of aesthetic work, the features we define ourselves by. Oh, Stu. Stu. Traits and artist. Yes. Or artist and traits. Oh, I was on the wrong path. I could not get traits for some reason. I, <laughs> <laughs> I had artist right away, but. The tough one, spinning these letters around. I got for the when you said the those features, and I was like, it's defining. Defining. <laughs> I I was thinking designer, but that's because, you know, I'm my girlfriend's a designer, and so that's where my mind immediately goes. And then I was like, what? I don't that doesn't turn into anything. Sign, signature, those two <laughs> don't work. <laughs> ah! I give up. I'm out. All right. Two points of stew there. Uh artist and traits. Question number four. Spinning a rotary motion given to a ball and a small piece of overlapping building material. Spinning a rotary motion given to a ball, a small piece of overlapping building material. This one's my favorite one of the round. A spinning motion. Sorry. The... <laughs> You can hear the frustration in him asking you for the definitions. I'm sorry, because like my brain just jumps to stuff right away, and then it completely stops listening to Ryan. I, I do my best, man. Spin, there's, a lot, there's a lot of ors and ands in here. So spinning or rotary motion given to a ball. The second clue is a small piece of overlapping building material. There are seven letter, seven letters in this one. One, two, three, spinning. four, five, six. Yeah, I've got one of them. Spinning rotary motion. I have one. Whoa. If one of my competitors oh, will wow. help with the other. Wow. Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. Too competitive in here. Yeah, I know. Shouted loud noises. <laughs> spinning a rotary motion given to a ball. A small piece of overlapping building material. I'm going, can I just give my one? Because I don't think I'm going to be able to give any other answers in this round. And I would really just like to do my one. <laughs> sure, go for it. The building material is slatted. No. It is seven letters. And it's also what you refer to when you have siding on a house that overlaps. No. <laughs> Still not with the word he's <laughs> seven letters. Oh, um, two, four. Last chance, do Nathan. Um, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> and guess what? Uh, I only have one word again. So. This feels purposeful at this point. <laughs> We're playing the game. You got to jump in to get points. English. English. Yes, I have the other one. 
Take it, Stu. I can't get it. I've been single. Yes. Oh my gosh. I could not get English. What the heck is English? Spinning Uh, rotary motion. Give it to a a, ball. It's a a term used a lot in pool. Um, so like billiards or in ping pong. Yeah. (sighs) Sports. If you slice it and you curve it, you give it English. (laughs) No, no, we got it. He said sports. It's it all clicked. (laughs) Oh Oh, my gosh, I couldn't. All right. First, I have to ask a question. Do are you writing? I have to write it down because if okay. I don't, right. I All die right. inside. All right. Now I now I know I'm at an unfair advantage. I was just like trying to like move around letters in my brain. I was like, "Ha, ah, you're not going to get this building material." We oh, could uh, we could bust out the Scrabble tiles. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah sorry if writing of that is cheating um, no it's I'm not for it. it's literally not. like cannot. i'm too lazy i'm literally too lazy <laughs> also it's not like you're given letters ahead of time so what you do on your scratch paper is <laughs> right. your own. go right. for it i gotta play it the game here help me i like i, I Stu. i was also writing things down what it does for me is like the opposite intended effect where I decide on a word and the brain is like, this is the word. It's not the word. This is the word. It's actually not the word. Yeah, no, I feel you. That would be uh, one point to Stu and one point to Nathan. That would be English and shingle. Question number five. One who esteems or loves greatly, united by contractual relationship. One who esteems or loves greatly, united by a contractual relationship. Any letters? Uh, there are seven letters. Uh-oh. I think the, the tense in the second one is probably important. Uh, one who esteems or loves greatly in a united by contractual relationship. Uh, oh, okay, got it, got it. One, two, three, four, five, six. You left hanging at six. <laughs> I don't know if the I don't know if the E. Uh, no, I think it has an E at the end of it, though. I think it's eight. Um, whatever. I'm just gonna run with that. Okay. Any guesses? I know one of them, but I I want to get both. Um, I'm stuck at eight. I'm just waiting for Studa about to answer and then I'm answer right in front of him and just take one Dude, off the board. I'm, oh my God, Nathan, I'm going to die. <laughs> just let me know when you're going to go and then I'll just <laughs> jump in right then. No. Last chance. Um. Oh, I've got one of them. Do you want to go? Yeah. Is the contractual relationship obliged? No. Is the contract contractual relationship betrothed? No. Okay. See, so yeah, it has an E at the end. One who esteems or loves greatly, united. Sorry, divide. So one who esteems or loves greatly, and then united by contractual relationship. Nathan. Nathan. All right. The second one's married. The second one is married. And the first one is a different word that is seven <laughs> letters. Uh-huh. And all the letters in married True. make up that <laughs> word. So my guess would be 
<laughs> you threw a lot of PHs in there. I did. What was I do- doing? Uh, I have you, no. I have no idea what the first one is. But the second one's married. Yep. United by contractual relationship is married, and then one who esteems or loves greatly. That would be an admirer. Mm, nice, nice, nice. Myron. See, I always say Myron. So Myron. that was like not even in my dictionary. I'm like, oh. <laughs> She Myron him. Yeah. <laughs> Catchy Myron. That's a great Reddit. That is a great Reddit. It really is. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, one point to Nathan there. Question number six. The last question of the game. A yellowish amber hue. A small tech device that makes inoperable ports compatible. A yellowish amber hue. A small tech device that makes inoperable ports compatible. Yellowish ampule. It's a fun string of words. I think my brain broke. <laughs> I like took a moment to Do try and broom? think. <laughs> I think so. Because I took a moment to try and think about it. And I just like came up quite literally with white space. <laughs> like, like there was no brain function. It was just nothing. <sighs> Return to null variable. <laughs> Nathan. Nathan. Uh, it's pewter and adapter. No. Uh, pewter has a W in it. A w. Uh, yeah. Is it PW? Uh, no. Is it not? Oh, uh, I see. I see my mistake. I, I like I'm just going off huge word sounds. You, oh had a, you had the vague <laughs> right amount of consonants and you had the confidence. <laughs> Confidence well, I was, consonants, it's all you need. So adapter was wrong too, right? Yeah. Oh, goodness. You had the consonants, you had the confidence. You just didn't I always have it come, right. I always come to this game with two C's. <laughs> consonants and confidence. I'd like to buy a vowel. Uh, but I'm all out of money. Use those points. What are those definitions again? A yellowish amber hue. A tech device that makes inoperable ports compatible. Ports compatible. I don't like. Oh man, hang on. Go ahead, Stu. No, no, no. I just I, I'm onto something. That's all. Oh. <laughs> I the light am bulb just, turned on. I've, I'm, I'm ready. Gonna yeah, put no, my that's... guesses out there because who knows in my life. Um, is it a transformer for the second one? No. Okay. There are six letters. <laughs> I think I know I think I know what the second one is. Uh actually I'm pretty sure I know what the second one is, but I want to get the first one um with it. But Nathan's gonna steal it while I Yeah, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. (laughs) (laughs) A yellowish amber hue, a small tech device that makes inoperable ports compatible. Oh god. Yellowish amber hue. Last chance. I know what the second one is. I'll take that. Go for it. It's a dongle. It is dongle. What? What the heck? Nathan. Golden. Oh, my God. Golden. (laughs) Are you kidding me? See, this time I wanted to I wanted to come after Stu just to like (laughs) like a punch right from behind. Are oh you my. two siblings? <laughs> That's a sibling thing to do. I I feel I've started to feel like I treat everybody I know like a sibling. <laughs> like that's just what I do. 
Oh my god! Did you know it? Were you like, were you just sitting on it? No, one, uh, okay. no. Once, okay. a, once adapter was wrong, I was just like, well, never mind, because <laughs> I, I couldn't figure it out. But yeah, dongle was not coming to my mind because it's such a non-technical word, right? <laughs> like I can't state that word. The being like the only reason is because he said it's a fun string of letters, and I was like, what's a silly word for a USB adapter? And I was like, oh my god, it's a dongle. Mm-hmm. Um, oh I just like the phrasing "inoperable ports compatible." <laughs> yeah, dongle and golden. So one point to Nathan, one point to Stu. There, uh, that is the end of the game, and scores are. <laughs> uh, Rachel with seven, Stu with nine, and myself and Nathan both tied at fourteen <gasps> points. Oh no! You know what? I the last episode I remember being on was the the great tiebreaker episode of oh Candy my God. Food. <laughs> that felt like it went on an extra hour. Sorry. <laughs> Oh my god, the two animal bingos. <laughs> two animal bingos. That was oh nonsense. God. That was the high point of this show. <laughs> All down there. Uh, All downhill after. Rachel, you better come up with the tiebreaker here because <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going to come I, up with uh, something bad. <laughs> okay, let me, give me like a hot second while I look through my questions and see if I can find something. <laughs> Rachel, just answer this one absurdly hard question. <laughs> I think that would be fair. That would be. Uh, it would certainly be shorter than coming up with animal names. <laughs> okay, g- give me like, give me like a couple minutes, and I will have you a question. We can. Whoa, we can whoa, take but a- you're not allowed to open the Constitution to get your question. That's the only. Oh, I'm not doing that. Oh goodness. No constitutions, no consonants, no confidence. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. We said nothing about, <laughs> I did not sign up for this. I need all the confidence and consonants. <laughs> I just need the vowels and my own self-demise. Uh, you've already got one of those. And I'd like to buy another. No more vowels. <laughs> Why? Someone else already took them. <laughs> All right, we Ryan, put- that was probably the best response to no more vying foul. <laughs> that was sharp as ever. So what are we here for? <laughs> there's just there's I swear there's little moments in almost every episode that it's it's almost always Ryan too will say something offhandedly that gets undercut from other people talking that is blatantly hilarious. Like <laughs> he does that in groups of people too. And sometimes he says it like, so like under, like not under his breath, he's saying it to people, but just right. lower than the rest of the conversation. And yes. you're like, mm, okay, I see what you did there. It's okay. I tell Ryan that I need, I want a Reddit account dedicated to just providing the world with his just little one-liners. <laughs> Because they're so funny and so dry and so on point. They're they really perfect. Are. It's amazing. Keep going. <laughs> uh, uh, that, that was all. They Shower were amazing. More compliments. Like, the the worst was definitely like I heard the bell ring. Like that one just <laughs> made me break. That was the greatest. But like even in like the last episode, like there's just been like little moments like you were just like lay thin after we were done talking about <laughs> something that was French that nobody else caught, but I did. Like <laughs> that's what I'm here for. God. 
<laughs> it's just it adds that much more depth and i love it i appreciate it it's about the only good thing i'm good at is undercutting conversations <laughs> it's <laughs> no skill it's such a good skill there's way more behind ryan than just uh undercuts <laughs> getting close to a question dude <laughs> Nathan, oh my god nathan i right all right first off i love I love that round with the mix-up because it's my favorite game to play out of any of them because it's the hardest one. <laughs> but god damn it, Nathan. <laughs> that, the best oh, part was I was sitting on some of those. Like, just oh when I god. had just the one word, I was like, yeah, that's one of them. Just wait. Oh my god. <laughs> I need to play a board game with you. That's like that's the thing, is because like this shit would come up in a board game and I would lose it and it'd be hilarious and it'd be great. Yeah, but that, there's something with me and board games. I don't really think we jive too much. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I just check out at some point during a board game. I, wow. I, I feel like I do it every time, even if it's a new board game. I'm just like halfway through. I'm just like, that's nah, feel like it's taking too long now. Like, <laughs> I feel like we should have hit like a winner. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know gotta be short and sweet well or it's gotta like i most most of the time i like uh haunting on hill house you ever played that one i, I haven't but i've heard of it that yeah good. and i think that one keeps me engaged because halfway through the game right when you're like okay all right and then it's like nope now the other part starts and somebody's now a traitor and you both get Ooh. your booklets and the game changes so i think that one keeps me usually in in it um yeah Nice. But there's so many role-playing games that I want to try to play that that's that's where I'm more in. But obviously, those aren't about winning usually. So. Yeah. Okay, guys. Good. I'm glad you made a question because I was about to just go into the other room and challenge Ryan to a foot race. <laughs> <laughs> We'd film it and send it back just yeah. through the house, just banging on the walls. <laughs> I mean, you only get the audio. Yeah. It's this like a cat at 3 a.m. Harder, but. Tiebreakers aren't supposed to be also easy, and harder. I have no sympathy. Fair. That's fair. Do you have a backup to this question when we get this one wrong? Or? <laughs> uh, no, you each both lose points until Sue and I win. Uh -huh. I, oh. So you do have a backup question because we have to, or oh, every yeah, answer, yeah, do. every answer, we lose a point. Ooh, that'd be tough. Okay. Here's your tiebreaker question. According to IMDb, what it what is the number six all-time popular TV show which debuted in 2013, went through 2019, and involved in part an issue with trafficking drug money? Nathan Ryan. <sighs> oh. Okay, yeah, Nathan, for, like, I'm going to hear both of you. Nathan, you can go first. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Ryan. Breaking Bad. Well, you're both wrong. Yeah, we are. This is uh, Orange is the New Black. <laughs> oh, tricky. Well, you know what? I guess it wasn't about funneling the money. It was about the guy from American Pie getting, <laughs> being on the outside. Cool. So who wait, wins? No, wait, 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 oh, wait, wait. Nope. I'm not done. That was just the first part of this eight-part hey. question. Hey. Gotta have a little more faith in me. 
Rachel's going to be jigsaw by the end of this. <laughs> That's the sixth top show according to IMDb. Really? Yeah, it, is. it was like weirdly popular. No, I know it was popular, but that popular? I guess so. Six? Okay. Six? What is the fifth most popular show of all time? Set 97 years after a nuclear war. According to IMDb. 97 years? 97 years. This is for all you Iceberg fans. Uh, this would be Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> I like your thoughts, deep. Stu. It's not correct, <laughs> but you actually, uh, Ryan, two points to Stu there just because he's awesome. Uh, Stu's catching up now during our tiebreak round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that's how this works. Give um, up to Stu. Is... So th this is IMDb ranking by user vote, just like user popularity. Yep. Fifth most popular, ninety-seven years after a nuclear explosion. It could be Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Seinfeld, and you know it's not Seinfeld. Wrong answer, Ryan. Nathan, do you have an answer? No, I think that's the right answer. No, 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 no one said the nuclear blast was part of the plot. Can can you uh, give us years like you did the last one? Yeah. Uh, it debuted in 2014. 2014. Um, 2014. Is it? Uh, <laughs> You've already guessed, Ryan. Okay, I'll I'll give it a shot, and I'm gonna go with The Expanse. It is not the expanse. Ooh, that's a really good one. I was gonna say Chernobyl, but that's just about the thing. It's not <laughs> after. It's, not, and it's also not ninety-seven years later. Chernobyl uh, happened in like nineteen eighty-six. I guess I just have this real hole of oh, like watching TV from like two thousand and I know to what 15. it is. I know I wasn't. Do it, you oh, like Ryan, guess? Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Okay, Ryan, you can go. It's probably wrong. But is Rick and Morty? No, it is not Rick and Morty. <laughs> no, that's a good guess though. That's uh, my brain went there. That's I don't know if this is 2014 though. I think that this. I thought the show was on earlier than that. Is this Adventure Time? It is not Adventure Time. This okay. is the 100. Uh, I, I never watched that. that. <laughs> this list. What? I know how. I can't wait till we get to number one and it's like <laughs> something just ridiculous <laughs> from 2014 because I guess that was the only great year of the TV series. Okay. Alias. As number four on the list, debut in 2017. <laughs> wait, sorry, what this number on the list? Four. Oh, we're just going down. Okay. Yeah. She probably should have started at 97, but we'll, get, we'll just go. Back I thought you round. guys were better at this. <laughs> Pokemon in the tries. Okay. <laughs> I'm really glad you, you thought that much of us. So, um, as number four on the list, this follows a journey of a teenager as they try to uncover um, the answers behind somebody's death. Debuted in 2017. Nathan. Ryan. Nathan, I heard you first. 13 Reasons Why. That is correct. Woo! Nathan, two points to you, and you do win the game. <laughs> oh, my God. God. That list is garbage. <laughs> that show has no business being anywhere near, like, a top 10 of 
Oh my goodness. So okay, I'm gonna call IMDB. <laughs> this is most watched. Most watched. That's not what you said the list was. <laughs> Ryan, would that really have helped you though? Would you have gotten the hundred? I have thirteen reasons why I'm angry. <laughs> Number two is Stranger Things. Number three is the um The Walking Dead. Number four is Thirteen Reasons Why. Five is One Hundred. Six Orange is the New Black. Seven is Riverdale. Eight is Grey's Anatomy. Nine is The Flash. Ten is Arrow. The Flash. And then oh, that's worse from that's, there. That is so like categorically wrong because like CBS's shows like nail viewers like way higher than anything that's on CW. I would love to Yeah, like the Big Bang Theory reruns <laughs> still get more viewers. Than I the thought Flash. that's what I thought that's what the first one was. I was like until she said like drug like when she said the year I was like is Big Bang Theory starting I thought the office later? before that. Or, Big uh, Bang Theory is number watch. 12. Okay. Okay. Well, this is what user list is this? It's a user list. That's what it was. Some random, random user list. I on. <laughs> this not is like my fault. You don't Jim's do your research. Yeah. <laughs> not my fault. You guys got to know this stuff. Jimmy Jabs dartboard throws of TV shows. I think you're just mad you didn't get it. He is. The crown's been passed. Dartboard throws. <laughs> Guess what? I retire on top. Don't invite <laughs> me back because I retire with the crown. No, you're coming back because we're doing more of that word scramble stuff. <laughs> I, uh, I whoa, whoa, do whoa, respectfully okay. request that Wait, you that do was the my word round. scramble. <laughs> yeah, but he wants to face me. Yeah, I want to fight him. <laughs> Please do that when I'm not on the show. <laughs> it's the angriest I've ever seen, Stu. I want to have fun and I want to fight him. <laughs> no, no, I mean... God, <laughs> We'll we'll bank this as a Christmas break episode. It's just an hour long episode of me and Stu going at it with just these clues. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my Number forty five top TV show according to some random guy who created an account five minutes ago. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't check your guys' sources. <laughs> We're going to check yours. <laughs> I'm not going to give them to you. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have told us it was from IMDb. That's, you should have just been like, no, this is the list. It's, it's I picked a TV 100%. show off the top of my head. Well, like, for all you know, it could have been a list I quickly wrote down on a post-it note because I decided the three TV shows that I watch are the only ones in the universe. Oh, and by the way, they're obscure English dramas that no one's heard of. That's what this person basically did. <laughs> now I feel like there was no list and Rachel just was making it up based on shows that popped in her head. And she's like, ah, this came out like 2014. The IMDb list was the friends we made along the way. I'll never tell which you. Which ranked 68. <laughs> uh, we can get some picks. Do you have a pick, right? Uh... <laughs> I didn't know there'd be a quiz, so uh, you know what? I got I, I got some picks. I'll uh, you, you got know, picks. I I got a I got a couple picks. Uh, they're not. I already brought up old. Um, yeah. This uh, so that movie I thought was pretty good, but I'm gonna go into my 2021 horror 
uh, ranking list. IMDb's top. <laughs> <laughs> IMDb's hottest ranking list. <laughs> Horror 2021. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to say Werewolves Within. Um, this is a horror comedy where a werewolf is on the loose in a small northern town. There's a ton of snow. Um, and it is hilarious. Super, super funny. It has Sam Richardson in it and the girl from the AT&T commercials. Lily, I think is her name in those commercials. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. That's the only... I hope that's uh, how she comes up in the credits. <laughs> it does. Girl from AT&T commercials. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Werewolves then is a fun, um, fun movie. Nice. nice. Thank you. Yeah. Actually, I have not heard have, of it, but it sounds cool. It, it was based... Uh, so the weirdest it is a video game movie so i don't oh. know so i i'm not gonna assume everybody's played the game werewolves but maybe they played mafia or something to that like oh, where you yeah, yeah. have a That's group what of friends they call it That's... in europe do you remember ryan charlie said that they call it werewolves. Yep. so it's okay <laughs> so instead of just using that to make a movie for some reason they went to ubisoft who made a <laughs> vr game called werewolves within where it's the exact same game as the oh, game you just play with a group of people this. called werewolves and but you're playing it in vr so i had this game played it loved it but then they're like yeah we'll make this into a movie what i know that's kind of cool I mean, it has, I mean, there's no story to that game, obviously. And so right. they just were like, yeah, there's a werewolf in town. But I'm like, you paid rights to Ubisoft to, <laughs> or did Ubisoft go, we're going to make a movie off this? And they just funded a project. I'm so confused on how that came to be. But yeah. That's really cool. I was going to say, you mentioned the werewolf thing. So I've, depending, I've heard the game have like slightly different variations, but it could be Mafia. It could be Werewolves. Like you can play Werewolves without cards. There's also like a Werewolves game with cards where you deal mm -hmm. people their, um, Role. their purse, their persona or whatever. And yep. yeah, if they are a wolf or whatever. Um, so I've heard it in different ways, but played it with I a deck of cards, right? Right. Yeah. So you can play kind of Mafia style is normally just with a deck of playing cards. That's really cool. I, I've heard of, that game but i don't have a vr headset um but something like that would be really cool like there's a lot of those style board games or not really board games but like sit around and play like mafia or one of those or uh even secret hitler if nobody's played that board game before that would be really fun <laughs> to do like in a vr situation yeah yeah sounds like a lot of fun all right Stu, you also have a pick i do um <laughs> mine is a uh an interesting youtube channel actually uh, it's called North of the Border. So okay. it's this guy um, who makes essentially like miniature dioramas of things, uh, mostly like some nerd culture stuff. He's been really into making Breath of the Wild uh, dioramas and stuff like that. Ooh. But his work is really cool and his editing is great. And he's he's pretty funny. Uh, like his his work is beautiful. Like it really looks like what it is like he recently he made like a he knocks from breath of the wild but he'll do like landscapes and things like that too and so it's just i don't know i really like miniature things right like i make terrariums i like that sort of stuff and this guy takes it to a whole new level of of detail and it's really pretty and it's entertaining and just enjoyable to watch nice uh north of the border yes nice cool yeah that sounds neat 
I I always wanted to make like light boxes and stuff like that. And yeah, I've never done that, but it sounds really cool. Yeah, that's what he does. So nice. Well, we'll have the link in the show notes. Uh, if you have a pick or a trivia topic idea or anything else, email it to us. Things I get wrong at gmail.com and the website is things I get wrong.com. Uh, also check out social and all that stuff. Next episode will come out uh, late August. So stick tuned for that. And uh, thanks to Stu and Rachel here. And uh, but also big thanks to Nathan for coming on. And uh, glad to have you back. And hope to have you on some more. Of course, of course. And uh, we will uh, duke it out. Tie game, just like all those Madden games <laughs> of of of, of old. Yep. Yep. <laughs> where uh, I think we probably went most of our childhood tying or winning on the last play on just about every Madden game we ever played. So yeah. And I, I, I think I would like to call this win in overtime, a buzzer beater. So that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, uh, yeah, this has been an episode. <laughs> it has been an episode. And until the next one, we'll see you later. Bye. 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 Bye.